thanks for coming back to Just Natasha. I hope you have been celebrating yourself because you are important and you deserve it. Today, I want to talk about two money habits that are holding people back. These two specific discussion points came from um, two different conversations I had this week related to personal money goals. So as I break down the two habits, I'm going to ask that you think about your own money goals and how these relate. So let's get into it. The first habit keeping people back is not tracking their spending, not planning, i.e. budgeting. I know, I know, I know, I know the B word. As a training manager in the Air Force days, in my Air Force days, I used to say, if you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. Because how do you know what's happening with your money if you're not writing it down? How do you know what's going on? Where's it going? Where are you going? Also, when you're not tracking, I can 98% guarantee you're losing money. You are actually wasting money. Don't be offended. There's no judgment here. I promise. I've made the mistakes too. More than a few times, as recent as last month, when I looked at my account transaction, Amazon and PayPal have made themselves very comfortable and at home in my checking account. I would blame the pandemic, but that would be the easy way out. I wasn't tracking my spending and the cost was high. Hundreds of dollars, probably. The secondary way I cost myself this month was not following my usually my usual monthly budget. Here's where the first conversation prompted this habit. Too many of us don't track our money. Why? Fear. It's always fear. Well, most of the time anyway. But what are people afraid of? Afraid to face their mistakes or what they'll find? Afraid to take responsibility? Afraid of restricting themselves or losing their perceived freedom? Afraid that they don't have enough to budget? Afraid to add uh, problems to their relationship maybe? Other ways include they don't know how. They're lazy. They think it's dumb. They think they have it all worked out in their head. That last one, keeping track in your head. Yeah, that's probably not working out in your favor unless you are an Einstein percentile of perfect memory. Calculating, memorizing. And if you are, congratulations. And why are you listening to this podcast? Anyway. Not tracking or budgeting is costing you money. Money you could be directing into a different beneficial direction, a direction of your choice. I am almost certain in the past few minutes, you've thought about one or two occasions you spent, overspent, or made an impulse purchase, or talked yourself into buying something you knew you didn't need. Now, think about reviewing your account statement. 
adding up the charges not related to bills or necessities. What's your guess on that sum total? Allow that to sit and resonate. How does that feel? How would you like to feel differently? What else would you rather be doing with that money? What is not tracking costing you? The second habit holding people back is not knowing what they're saving for. How many times have you heard, it's so hard to save. I don't have enough to save. Maybe you've said it yourself. Or I need to start saving soon. I, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm, I'm going to start soon. I just, I just X, Y, and Z. Author Rakim Sabria's book, Financially Irresponsible, he says in so many words, saving without context is a futile exercise. That's not a direct quote. So if you don't know or can identify what you're saving for, how likely are you to keep saving or justify your saving? How does it feel to be without purpose? This is going to relate back to budgeting, the B word. The B word is more than monthly bills. It's identifying, it's naming, it's being in control and telling the money where to go. So how do I tell the money where to go, Natasha? I'm so glad you asked. Ready? It's the B word again. Here's the deal though. You find a system that works for you. Sure, you can ask me or your friends or Warren Buffett how we do it. Just don't quit when our way doesn't fit into your world. When it comes to saving, I recommend these few items as a baseline to building context to your saving. The first one is identify your yearly or annual payments or subscriptions, such as your car insurance, homeowners, renter's insurance, your car registration, maybe HOA dues, a supplemental tax bill if you just bought a house, be expecting that. Amazon Prime, Costco membership, maybe you have a domain name, domain name that you're paying for yearly. These are all um, items that you could be saving up throughout the year to make that payment. So it's building context of what you're saving for. So think of it kind of like an escrow account. You determine the per month amount and you earmark that or line item in your budget towards the payment on, you can use a spreadsheet. I use a spreadsheet and you can, uh, or a, a notebook, whatever fits for you. So for instance, a car insurance in lovely Southern California is about, I don't know, 1200 a year. So about a hundred dollars a month. Each monthly budget, a hundred dollars goes towards that insurance. So when the bill comes for the annual payment, I have it. I write the check or whatever, send it in. So does that make sense? Hopefully. And like I said, you may not like spreadsheets. You may use a notebook, whatever, just um, some way to track your monthly breakdown and to put it to the side, like I said, like an escrow account. Next, number two, identifying 
financial goals? Or do you want to buy a car? Are you saving up for a down payment for a house or vacation or a new washer and dryer to replace the ones you have because you know they're going to die soon? Whatever. Now determine the time frame or in the amount per month to save to get to that goal. This is building context towards around the money that you're saving so you have purpose to it. Number three, and lastly, where do you put the money? So many options and um, it's completely your choice. So a good place to start would be maybe opening different accounts, saving accounts for one for your annual bills, one for the financial goals, one for your emergency fund. And when you get to a place where that local level of savings account isn't serving you because the interest is low, you want to talk to a financial advisor for the next step. And uh, let me know when you get there because I know a guy. So these are the basics I would recommend to help you on your journey from I need to start saving to no sweat. I have the payment right here. What I identified here is also known as sinking funds. Money earmarked for specific purposes gives it context, gives you momentum and somewhere to look forward to. It's not a fantasy or a concept from another dimension. It's very practical and you can do it and I can help you. I believe in you. Be your own hero. Don't stop until you're proud then start again. Thanks for listening. Follow and engage with me on Facebook or IG at Pivot by Natasha. But for now, I'm just Natasha.